0: Inspiration and Powerhouse Pep Talks Jillian Style with a whole lot of truth and even more love. Join Jillian each week for morning empowerment talks, uplifting interviews, and the opportunity to create a life of fulfillment by discovering and stepping up as the true you. Let's shine. Good morning everyone. Welcome back to Morning Sunshine with Jillian Volans. I'm so excited. I have my Friend and oh my gosh, like we have so many different relationship titles we could put together. But my friend Nikki Ong here, and Nikki, I'm gonna just, first of all welcome you and give you a, like a huge virtual hug. But can you just jump right in? And I want you to share all of your titles and like all that you do. And um, you can include fabulous superwoman as like the number one because that's who you are. <laughs>
1: Oh, you're so sweet, Jillian. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, Yeah, I've got lots of titles, I've realized, because I have so many interests. We were just talking about it the other night in Mm -hmm. our group. Um, So first and foremost, I'm, you know, a wife, a daughter, um, a friend, you know, all those wonderful things. They're truly important to me. And I'm also the president and co-founder of Redvine Web Studio, and we're a full-service digital marketing and web design and development agency. And I handle all the marketing side. So I specialize in SEO, copywriting, uh, copy editing, consulting for digital marketing, all that good stuff. And I've also got a few passion projects that are going. Um, I'm a former cheerleading coach. I did that for almost 10 years for college cheerleading. And so I decided with your help actually, (laughs) it inspired it, um, that I am writing a book called The Millennial Marvel. And it is targeted towards women who are just graduating college, trying to figure it all out. They know they're rock stars in their heart, but they don't know where to turn and what skills to have in order to be rock stars and to make it big. Um, They have big dreams, but they just don't know what to do with those big dreams. Um, I also am the founder of Nikkiong.com where I basically put together lots of fun thoughts, whatever I'm thinking and whatever I'm passionate about
0: at that moment. Yeah. And it's so fun. So just like a plug and I will, I'm going to put in, um, the show notes, like, Everywhere that people can find you, and we'll go over that again at the end. But NikkiOng dot com is just so flipping fun. It is like a cool place to hang out because, like, ultimately, you are just my people, and you are just somebody. Like every single iteration of you is just someone I want to be around. And you do you. You literally show up there as you. You talk about it all from um, from workouts to very professional things to fashion, to whatever is just coming through for you. And I find that so refreshing. Like there's no box. Like, I I, I mean, you, you obviously are speaking to a specific person, but you're speaking to somebody that like, likes all the things you like. And that's really awesome.
1: Yeah. I, I found, um, and I actually realized this recently because I used to journal a lot for years and years. I journaled, um, and it was very cathartic to me. And I think that's where I first discovered that I enjoyed writing so, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I realized recently that this is kind of my online journal because I'm not as good anymore about writing it physically. Yeah. That's really where I get whatever's going on in my head. It's where I, I put it on my virtual paper yeah. and figure it out. And, um, I think we all need a space to do that. Like, I love that you do it in your videos and your Instagram lives. Like that's your spot to, to come through and to dig through all that deep stuff that's going on in our heads. Um, And I think I figured out um, a little while ago, but more recently that the more vulnerable I am and the more real I am, um, not only can I work through my own stuff much, much better because I'm real, but also I, I get a lot of feedback that it 's really helpful for other women who are going through similar things and they should, I, I get a lot of thank yous about you know thank you for for making me feel like i 'm not the only one that 's going through
0: this yeah you 're not no, and that is one of your superpowers and um, and it 's just been such a blessing to be able to witness and work with and learn from all at the same time it's just really beautiful um and you're also super creative and artistic so let's just put a little plug in there for that like you make these beautiful um journal pages and you share about them so that's another thing that <laughs> that you do too is that you've got your very artistic um passion project in journaling for the people that like the physical products do you want to just talk about that for a second cuz that's yeah. just fun
1: it is fun and Thanks for bringing it up because I, I forget about all these things. i sort of <laughs> listing them off. It's a little bit crazy to, uh, to, to actually sit there and list them off. Um, so I discovered bullet journaling at the beginning of last year. So at the beginning of 2017. Uh, just because I, even though I do have my sort of digital journaling blog going on, I do like to have a physical to-do list and a yeah. physical schedule. Yeah. And so... I guess I was just, you know, Pinteresting or Googling. And I I discovered this thing called bullet journaling and it's so cool. And I've really fallen in love with it. Um, and so in essence, it's a way of taking the weekly, monthly, daily to-do list and making it pretty and making it fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, so actually if you go to my, my, blog Instagram account, which is um, Nikki Ongcom all one word. Um, You'll see my weekly spreads in there. And basically, it's just a new design every week. And it's, it's the same sort of things, but it's just set up in a different way. So it's fun. And, um, and I keep it nice and clean and nice and pretty so I can go back later and check them out. Uh, but it, it's a great way to stay organized, stay creative, and and just have fun with your yeah. to-do list, which is not always fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, and it's so true, and we, you and I, both love our to-do list, and I know my listeners love their to-do list, too. So let's, like, can we dive into, we're going to dive into a lot of things with this conversation, but let's dive into how you and I know each other and why we feel so connected and, like, how we work together, like, in this yeah. amazing season of our lives. So um I, I'll let you kind of take the, the center stage in talking about that.
1: Absolutely. Um so you and I both went to the beautiful St. Joseph's College of Maine
0: mm-hmm.
1: Sebago Lake.
0: Yeah.
1: Um we were we were in the same major because we we're mm-hmm. both business majors, but we weren't really super close in college. Yeah. But we like we knew each other. We, you know, said hi and yeah. I cheered and you played soccer and yeah. um but then I think after college, we would see each other at sort of college-related networking events like every year or so and kind of be, you know, we'd catch up and we're friends on Facebook, but I, I guess it was really when I came back to St. Joe's a year or two ago that we really, yeah. really connected.
0: I think so. I think we always had that really cool, like, under... Underlying like level of respect for each other because, like, we're like, she gets it, like, she's doing the thing. Like, we kind of always looked at each other, like, and yeah, and like nodded at each other, like, all right, like, you're my people. Like, we may not know each other super well, but like, we got a good vibe here. Like, there was just always that, like, kind of rooting for each other. Um, two different worlds, two different things, but like, lots of, I think we just, I think our souls knew that we were really connected <laughs> on a deeper level.
1: I agree because I so we both got invited by one of our college professors to speak at a um, I guess it was an entrepreneurial uh, forum okay. on. That's what it was supposed to be, but <laughs> <laughs> no one really showed up, which was fine, because we used it as an opportunity to catch up, so yeah. it was perfect, and then I just remember looking at you, and we were like, we were going to go out and have a glass of wine or something, and I yeah. think one of the boys was sick, or you had to get home,
0: I, and just- Yeah, I had just just had Andrew, like, shortly before then, so I just, I don't think, I mean, something did come up, but I just also think, like like, I wasn't in the space yet to, like, branch out, but, like, we kind of were like, all right, I got you. Like, this is not ending here.
1: Yeah, we we definitely knew that. So once I came back to Florida, um, which is so bizarre to me, by the way, that it took me <laughs> moving away for you know for us to get
0: close. <laughs> we are literally on opposite ends of the East Coast of the United States because I'm in Maine and Nikki's in Florida right now. So <laughs> it's, it's so
1: funny, but it, that's the wonder of the world today. It's, uh-huh. it's really flat. Um, but we, we started having monthly calls and we were just, we, it was just, what's going on? How can we support each other? We would literally just talk about super deep things. Yeah. And then your business snowballed and, and you were like, let me take this to a bigger scale. And then um, I was like, we have to keep talking. like I have to keep this going because just the, the benefits that I've received emotionally for my businesses from you have been just astronomical just like the support alone just in knowing that it's not just me that other women are going through these things mm-hmm. or just if I have a question going not being able to go to you at first but also now having this network of women to say I'm trying something new what the heck do I do because <laughs> I've never done this before um And just the, the, gosh, the positive vibes that you get after we have one of our mastermind calls or, you know, when somebody posts a video in one of the groups, something like that, it's just the power is, it just is overwhelming.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. So for the listeners, um, a couple of things I want to say, but Nikki is part of my mastermind, um, the one that I um, kind of founded and lead as the coach. And currently, the way that my business structure is set up is that that involves one-to-one coaching calls and involves the mastermind group, which is just like this experience, like this up-leveled group of women who get it. They're doing it. They are, um, they've got, they've either got businesses that they were just ready to take to the next level. Um, or they, are just ready and willing to do the internal work, which is huge. And it's what we talk about a lot in that group. Um, but also by way of that, she's in my Academy. So a number of different, like professional and, um, like organizational and business related things. But one thing that I'm just so proud of us for, and like, heck yes, I'm going to toot our horn is that we did it right. Because There are so many people that you're like, oh, we should totally catch up and get coffee. But like you never do. And friends, you miss out on so much when you don't just follow your gut and your heart with that because we, yes, like you have financially invested into me as your coach and into the mastermind. But we just get each other on that soul level that like that respect is just so evident, but we freaking created that because we did hop on Zooms before there was any money or any like structure or any, anything, because that's all secondary. Like it's great and it's amazing and it's important. And I know how profoundly different all the lives of the women in our mastermind like everyone's life and business are just upscaled in this new, crazy, amazing way because of the collaboration of everybody. But like it had to start somewhere. Right. And we get to have those conversations together. And, but we did it because we literally like followed through with like, Hey, we want to talk. Like we want each other in, in our lives. Like, I don't know. Like, what are your thoughts on all that? Because I think that it's really special, and people are like, "Wait, you can be friends and and there's uh, money in exchange, and there's actual coaching exchange." And but like, it's just it's it's like a non-issue. It's everything, but it's a non-issue. Also,
1: right. right. It's funny because I was thinking about this recently. How when you verbalize certain commitments, like how you were saying, "Oh yeah, let's get together." Almost every time I've said that. At the same time, I'm thinking, this is never going to happen. Yeah. You know, you know, when you say that. Yeah. It's dirty coming out of your mouth. Because yeah. You know, it's kind of a false commitment. It's, mm-hmm. it's an empty promise. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel good. But I always knew with you when we said that, like, we were going to make it happen. Oh, and heck yeah. no we more high water. It was happening. Yeah. And it did. And that is so cool. And I think to the point of, you know, everybody has these sort of preconceived notions of what a friendship turned into a financial exchange looks like but like you said we've never struggled with that I, I think the the thing you have to keep in mind if you're going to have that relationship is honesty
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, I know at a certain point when you were kicking off your business if it's okay to say we yes yeah we, we had a we had a, a relationship where we um basically bartered and I said okay I want to offer you something and the whole time it didn't feel right to me because I said I want to offer you content creation and I just remember like "Ah, she doesn't need that though like why am I I, I'm pushing this it just didn't it didn't feel right and we talked about it and um it, it it released a lot for me and I think just that honesty and just being open about what you need what the other person needs how you can come together um, and if you can't work together, then that's fine, but just yeah. be honest about it, and I think that's the most important foundation yeah. in all of this.
0: I think it's huge, and I think, like, to that point, I, one thing that I've learned on a very deep level, and I think you and I have gotten to learn it together, like, hand in hand, and it's been really beautiful, is that there's there's always, and there has to be an energetic exchange, and and you and I have busted through a lot of money blocks that I know had been had been really real, like really real, um, in terms of personal, um, life and nothing between you and I, but, um, but here's the thing to the listeners, like it doesn't always have to be financial, but also money is currency and currency is energy. Like money is supposed to be in flow. It's supposed to come and go. And, here are the facts of it. When you invest in yourself, in people that you know are, that you, you know, like trust, and they're going to help you get to the next level, you're going to bring more money in too. Like that's the point of investing on some level. But in terms of exchange, we often think when we like pay for something like, oh, that's money out the door, but it's like, but what are you getting for it? It's money out the door if you're literally just like throwing money out the door, but you, we forget all that we get out of it. So whether it's financial or not, if you are exchanging services or um, products or time for something else, like you, you do, you need to give and receive with it. And that's just such a cool and also, freeing way of looking at it all. Like, and you can tell, right? Like, you can feel when the exchange is not even, and it doesn't feel good. And you're not going to show up for your piece if you don't feel like the exchange is even I, on either side. If you're the one that feels like you're giving more than you're getting, you're not going to show up. But also, if you feel like you're getting more than you're giving, you're not going to show up. So it's mm-hmm. got to be that even exchange.
1: Well, no such a good learning for me because at the beginning of all that you you specifically said to me I want to do this with you and you do not need to give me anything
0: yeah yeah
1: and I felt responsible for well no I I, ha- I can do this I can try this but it never felt right to me and so yeah. I think when you finally admitted that to not only myself but also to you it was like huh okay now let's you know figure out what's next
0: yeah and because I and that was a huge lesson for me too because I I was True in that. I was solid in them in that. Like I I looked at you as, and still do as like a counterpart, as a colleague in all of this. And for me, I was launching a new business and I couldn't make any promises that it was going to be like roses and butterflies. So I said like, all right, like I want to give this to you. And, um, and it ends up being amazing is amazing. Always growing because of course, right? Like when we, when we create the businesses from our souls, it just is, I know it's not perfect, but we all know that Jillian doesn't subscribe to perfection anyway. Um, but I couldn't understand why you, I was like, no, Nikki, seriously, like, this is okay. And you were like, no, 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 this doesn't feel right. And now I get it from the other side too. So totally freeing. Yeah. And it's not only that, but I think
1: this group in this journey has been somewhat spiritual, but I, I just, I can't tell you how much I've learned from everyone. So not only with the financial piece so and actually a part of that um how much we've learned about manifestation and you know asking the universe for what you, we want it may sound hippy-dippy but there's really something to that mm-hmm. um no matter what you know spiritual religious background you come from there is something to that and i even remember as we started um our true financial exchange just mm-hmm. around the beginning of the year i was getting married And a lot of money was going out the door and it's the end of the year and it's Christmas time. And I just remember um, thinking, you know, I, I need the money to pay for all of this. And it happened and it was incredible. Yeah, It was just so cool and and so powerful. Um, And there's a couple of ladies in the group that are very spiritually driven. So my Journey has has blossomed because of that, and I've learned things like I'm an empath, and so now I'm going down that path, which is really cool, and, and learning what that means, and and uh, it's changed my perspective on how I deal with people, how I deal with the world, how I deal with myself in the world, uh, and I just have learned so, so much.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Can you keep going down that road? Because I think that's the key. Like, especially for people as they are looking to launch a business and they're trying to figure out like, how the heck do I do that? Or take theirs to the next level. And we, I don't know why, but especially as women, we are just programmed to be this, like, well, I have to do it by myself so I can prove to the world that I can and I can prove my strength. And it's like, we just operate in a very masculine energy role and there needs to be masculine energy, right? Like there has to be that it's the yin and the yang, like the masculine and the feminine, but like We actually forget that like tribes have been around for bazillions of years for a reason because we're, we're not meant to do it alone. So, and I know that people think of, okay, well maybe I hire a business coach or maybe I hire the therapist or the, um, the, the one person that can help me navigate through whatever it is. And it's like people, the whole concept of masterminds is so brand new and it's lost on a lot of people, but like. I'm sorry. I know I'm a darn good coach. That's going to help give, give you a lot of like spiritual and logistical and energetic and like content stuff, but I don't know it all. And I literally could not give you the same experience in a one-to-one capacity that you get with the mastermind because of the other women in that group. Yeah. So a hundred percent. Um, my train of thought for a moment
1: yeah no 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 it's
0: um, so much because it's so beautiful it is, and yeah it
1: is and I think so I so being an empath you're very energy sensitive mm-hmm. and I've always known that about myself so I've always said I'm I'm a chameleon I take on other people's emotions I take on their energy and I've always known that um and I think subconsciously when I know I'm walking into a room with a lot of negativity, because I'm, I'm a naturally very sunshiny, positive person. Mm-hmm. I like to see the good in everything. Um, sunshines and rainbows, that's yes. what i say me, Which I think is a superpower, but when I walk into a room with a lot of negative energy, it brings me down. Mm-hmm. And I think subconsciously, I've learned over the years to kind of block that, but there are so many other ways that I can learn how to do that, and so many other tools that I can use to do that, that I'm learning now that I'm so excited about. But taking all that to the next level, I've really started rethinking and recalibrating the way that that, like I said, I I have relationships with people or I have relationships with my business. Because being energy sensitive doesn't always just mean the way I interact with the world personally. It can mean the way I interact with the world with my businesses. And as all of my many things that I am, you know, my list of who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's really, it's really interesting. And I'm so excited to kind of go along this journey, even as I think about this book that I'm writing in being sensitive to the energy that I'm feeling as I go through the process and saying yes to certain things like just the other day when When we had our mastermind call, I had uh, gotten an inquiry for something new and different that I've never tried before. And just the opportunity to say, yeah, I'll try that. I've never done it. I'll be honest with you. I've never done that, but I will absolutely try it. And if it feels good, it feels good. And let's go for this. Yeah.
0: And the beautiful opportunity that presented itself was because of the mastermind, you got to take not only that inquiry, but you got to ask really deep questions that perhaps you would have let like kind of stew within you for a long time. And you got to ask it to a group of open women who, like I said, they're doing it too. Like they're doing the work too. And you got to kind of get good resolve and good perspectives on, do you need something? Do you not need something in alignment with this new opportunity? And I, like, I just saw your light bulb get brighter and brighter as you listen to other people's feedback because, It's all, it's, it's all, we were all there for you and giving you the space to like feel super comfortable to ask the question and then allow for you to receive and take bits and pieces of what everybody was offering so that it felt good for you.
1: Right. And I, I remember now what I was going to say when I lost my, my track earlier. Um, I've always believed that we are here on this earth, that our purpose of being is for each other. Yeah. I've always thought that i've always felt that in my heart, and if you think about it, if we are just doing things for ourselves then then what's the point of everybody else? We might as well be living on this earth by ourselves, which would not only be boring but it would be miserable and horrible <laughs> and all sorts of other things and yeah. when i'm i've always known about myself when I'm feeling those those times of headiness and you know not unsure of what to do, I now have you know, you all as a resource, which is fantastic, but I've always been one to try to reach out to my people and reach out to my different tribes, you know, friends, family, colleagues, whatever they are, because we're here for each other at the end of the day. That's that's what this is all
0: about. Yeah, yeah it's everything. So, and it's a beautiful segue right there to talking on a deeper scale about your book that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is... <laughs> First of all, it's going to change a lot of lives. Second of all, it's also going to um, allow allow women to feel really vindicated and allow women to feel really heard. Because you're literally going to women and asking the deep questions, the raw questions on what do you wish you were told? What do you wish you knew at the time? What professional situation happened for you that you feel now, knowing what you know in hindsight, could have been handled better? Like you're allowing for oh my gosh, like full circle moments all over the place. You're allowing for teachable moments, but you're also allowing for healing moments. You're allowing for grace giving. You're allowing for, um, you're creating the space for people to witness themselves, a previous version of themselves without judgment and then release stuff that they've been holding on to because they know that they're going to be serving other people with it. It's just It's such magical work and it's deep and it's beautiful. And let me ask you this. Why, why are you doing this? Why is it important? And just like, give us the overview of the book, like just kind of riff on it for a little while because it's just so awesome.
1: Well, thank you. And I'm, I'm so excited and I feel so called to this. Uh, And like I said, big thanks to you because it was during one of our one-on-one calls when. I I don't know where it came from first or how it came up, but suddenly it was like, Oh my gosh, this is meant to be. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, And from my point of view, like just selfishly, it was so cool. I literally feel like I was like, I just witnessed the divine conception of this profound tool and energy piece that is going to change the world. And I'm certain of it to my bones. Same. I, I
1: truly am. And I, I've always had this passion, um, this sort of want to teach and this want to lead people better, help people be better. Um, it's, it's something that I'm always passionate about. I'm always going to be the person in the room when I see someone being inappropriate or, or rude or unkind, I'm always going to be the person to call them out and say, why do you feel that you need to do that? And not, not, not call them out in a, um, an aggressive, you know, put down sort of way, but just why do you feel that you need to do that? Because a lot of times it comes from a place of insecurity. Mm -hmm. And I saw that for, like I said, 10 years, as I'm coaching college cheerleaders, I was spending 90% of my time teaching social skills and 10% teaching cheerleading skills. I mean, it was, and it, maybe it was even a bigger difference than that. Uh, but I find that whether generationally, whether the way of the world today, you know, with all this technology, and I don't want to be, you know, grandma over here, all these, <laughs> because it's a wonderful thing, and, and they're wonderful tools, but it's changed the way that young people, unfortunately, communicate with one another, communicate with the world, and become adults. And so the this book is going to cover so many topics um, from the logistical how do you shake someone's hand because that is something that is so important but it's not necessarily taught. Um, It's going to cover how do you put together a great resume and cover letter and all that good stuff. But also, you know, how do you conduct yourself as a professional uh, fully present good person woman in the workplace so that you can grow to wherever you want to be, whatever that looks like for you, whatever your dreams that are calling you, whatever that looks like so that you can get there. Um, So I find that that's just, it's, it's a spot that's being missed and I don't want to play the blame game about where that comes from, but it just means that it's an opportunity for the women that I know are wanting it so bad and don't know where to turn yes. to, to find that Yes, uh,
0: it's just, it's just not taught. So I want to, I want to be the one to teach it. Heck yes. And you are a leader and you are just like, I just, it's funny. Um, on one of our mastermind calls recently, one of our soul sisters talked about the fact that she felt like she was becoming a phoenix. And I'm like, that's you with this book too. Like you have allowed for yourself to really experience life, but then like grow and fly as this new like recharge. Oh, I'm going to show you. I'm going to teach you the things that nobody else is teaching because these are the things that matter.
1: Hmm. And I always find I when I think back to, to my own journey and when I was that age and you know, just starting my career and, and doing all these things and buying a house at twenty two years old, which is crazy. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. and looking back, it is amazing. And at the time I was like, I'm just doing the thing. It's it's great. Yeah. Um but I I know I did the work to get where I am, but I also think that I was lucky in my journey about the 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 time that it took to get to where I am. I do think that there was some, you know, divine intervention there, however you want to think about it, luck, yes. whatever. Um, and certainly the work involved also. Yes. But I think that there's, again, an opportunity for young women to not, the for the go-getters of the world, for the few. And, and that's part of the why for me, quite honestly, is, is these are the go-getter women that are going to be our future. And I know everybody says that but it's so true. These are, these are going to be the future leaders of our world. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, and so I want them to do a good job. Yeah. What's, what's some of the crap that's happening out there that this book is going to help them be able to navigate through with more conviction and with more sense of self than perhaps previous generations have experienced? I think the biggest one of the biggest things that I see is a lack of
1: confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, not to play the blame game, I think social media does have a big part in that because I can sit on my soapbox behind a screen and I can, you know, bully if I want to, or I can, you know, do the do the selfies with a million filters so I look perfect and I have no wrinkles and I have no blemishes on my face. It's it's that sense of I can be a perfect person behind the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm in front of people, uh, the confidence is gone mm-hmm. and that's what I see from young people a lot of the time. Um, so I think about regaining that self, that sense of confidence is huge yeah. because of course, as you know, if you present yourself with confidence to someone, whether it's a boss or a client or anyone on the street that you would meet, when you present yourself with that air of confidence they'll be confident in your ability to do whatever you're talking about. So it just, yes. it, it, it's that exchange of, of energy. Yes. Um, so that's what I see a lot. And of course I wish so desperately that I could just hand people, you know, confidence. I wish I could, I, I wish I could hold it in my hand and just sprinkle it throughout the world, but we have to do that work ourselves. Yes. So I think a big underlying factor throughout the book has been how to gain confidence. So I do little sort of stepping stones um, and different ways to do that because it's going to be different for everyone. So whether it's affirmations or um, different tools and, and different um, practices that you can put into your daily life to be more confident. Uh, I think that's, that's huge because it will affect everything yeah. that you do
0: and yeah. just get you so much further ahead, so much more quickly. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you personally do for your own confidence? Because God knows that any of us who teach needed to do it first for ourselves. Any of us who coach, any of us who feel like we've got, any credibility at all to be the one to say take my hand it's because at one time we needed a hand to hold so what are some things that you personally make a priority for yourself in terms of both um, confidence creation but also self-care because I think that the two go hand in hand
1: absolutely I totally agree um it's an, it's very top of mind for me since I'm currently writing about it um I think a big thing that I did and that I teach others to do um, is bake it till you make it. Sometimes we just have to do that and almost trick ourselves to think, I've got this, whether, whether that's what you truly believe or not. And when you start telling yourself that over and over and over and over, you start to believe it. Yeah. Right. So if you're if you're sitting there thinking, well, I don't have any experience. I don't I've only done this once or twice. Like, why should this person take me seriously at all? But if you say, No, I've got this, I'm awesome, I'm a rock star, and you sell that and you keep doing that over and over and over and over, mm-hmm. suddenly it becomes true. And I think that was a big learning for me because walking into a room as a twenty-something Uh, you know, early 20 something and, you know, getting the looks from the guys that have been around for a long time was very intimidating. But when I walked in there and I showed my stuff and showed that I knew what I was talking about, suddenly that look of, all right, little one changed to, okay, she knows what she's talking about. I got to take her seriously. Um, And then on the self-care side, I think that that absolutely 110% goes hand in hand because when you feel good and you think that you look good you present yourself that way so again going back to the confidence thing um exercise is a very important part of my life it's something that I've been very lucky to not I, I there's certainly the days where I have to force myself to do my workout absolutely but in general I've always been pretty self-motivated with my workouts because I know that it's going to make me feel good and not even just today but a week from now two weeks ex- you know Doing that one workout will make an impact later on. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we've talked about also, you know, like brushing the hair, washing the face, putting on whatever makeup that makes you feel comfortable. All those things are going to make a big impact. Um, And it's, it's you being true to you. I've got plenty of girlfriends that are, um, 110% confident with no makeup on. I'm not one of those girls. I need a little bit to you know feel like I look awake, mm-hmm. and I've come to terms with that because that's me. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody's different, so I think finding what works for you and that self love, that self care, that gets you to where that level you need to be at. Mm-hmm. is is going to make the difference.
0: Well, yeah, and I think that that's so important. And thank you for being just so flipping vulnerable with that because then like the, the comparison game starts up. Then the judgment starts up with like the, oh, well – this person, she looks so good and she never wears makeup and why can't I be more like that? And it's like that is such an energy suck way of thinking and and operating because who cares? You've got different DNA, you've got different skill sets, you've got different um, values, you've got all of the different things. And if you know, doing one thing for you, for yourself that somebody else doesn't do makes you feel better. Then who cares if it doesn't make that girl feel better? Like it's yours and it's embracing that. And I feel we play that nasty game in our heads all the time, all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We do. And that, that specifically was huge for me because I struggled
1: with cystic acne throughout college, like later on in life. So it was very bizarre. Yeah. Teenage years it was fine. I didn't wear makeup. It was all good. But then yeah. college did and boom. Yeah. Um, so that yeah, I struggled with that for a long time, especially in my 20s. And I actually a few years ago wrote about it on my blog about my story with, with acne, and um, and I still struggle with it. And so for me, that's that's a big um, self deprecating issue that I've had. But for someone else, something that comes easily to me is an issue for them. Yeah. So that that plays into it too. You never know when you're talking to somebody, you know, where their insecurities lie and where their deep seated issues lie. Mm -hmm. Um, and they, they come out in different ways for all of us. So I think figuring yours out so that you can deal with it Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, face those demons is, is so powerful. Um, because we know ignoring things does, does nothing.
0: Oh, and it's going to keep coming up. I literally just did an interview um, and it will have just thinking about when these are going to be coming out. It will have been last week from when this interview is going live for my people right now. Um, We talked about that, like, you can try to shove it down, but the universe is going to be pretty damn sure that it, it resurfaces. And guess what? The longer you put it off, the bigger it becomes and the harder it becomes to deal with. So like, it's not going to go away. So give yourself the grace and the compassion to face it and to work through it when you're recognizing like, Ooh, this is triggery for me. Like this is a thing. How can I best support myself throughout this process?
1: Mm-hmm. And I think to bring it kind of full circle back to the young women that I'm going to be speaking to, I just find that the the women that I've spoken to that I know i mean these these girls are going to be CEOs of companies they're mm-hmm. going to change the world I mean they just are it's just it's a fact
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they they come to me and they they've talked to me and said i I, I don't know where to start mm-hmm. or i I know I can do good things, but I don't, I don't have any experience. And it's, it's, it starts becoming that, that push down of themselves to say, well, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I have no job experience. I have no life experience. No one's going to want to hire me. And it spirals.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I've, I've talked to quite a few women and I say, okay, well, what is the last job you had? Or for my cheerleaders, maybe they were a captain on the team. I use that in my mm-hmm. interviews. Constantly, and I showed how being a captain of a college athletic team showed leadership skills and communication skills and time management skills and yada 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 and the the ability to take what you do have and flip it on its head and show someone your value is such an important skill. Um, And then that can transcend to so many other things in your life because you are the age you are and you have the experience you have. You have no control over that to a certain extent. And so you have to fake it till you make it. Yeah.
0: Leverage what you have. And I actually it's funny, I now Just in you saying that, I was brought right back to the table that I was sitting at um, for an interview with one of my docs, because I, um, in a former version before this entrepreneurial life, I was a manager of two outpatient practices of a hospital, and I sat there and I told that very prestigious, very educated doctor that I had the capacity to manage both these two very different practices at the same time, because I was the captain of a soccer team in college and and obviously other things too but like i wasn't going to downplay that because that was important you know what i also shared within that interview i shared where i struggled within that role and then what i did to help enhance it and help become better and i think for many people people in general but especially young women we try to we try to like hide where we've struggled because we don't want anybody to know because that proves that we're weak or what it's like, no, like, Hey, we all do. So why don't we amplify it and share what you did to overcome? Mm -hmm.
1: Absolutely. Because overcoming obstacles, I think um, overcoming fears, I think that makes you that much more powerful. And that's a lesson I'm just learning. I think it's, it's kind of always been subconsciously there, but again, to, to face those fears and those those demons head on Mm -hmm. and actually deal with them is going to make you so much more powerful in the long run.
0: Now I'm going to ask a question that might be, um, it might rub some listeners the wrong way, but I'm just going to ask it because like, I think these things need to be talked about and like, that's why you're writing the book. So we've talked about this before And you alluded to it being the, first of all, the, the, the overarching question is why women specifically, but like, here it is, like, I'm just going to bring it in there. Like, why do women need to hear this? Because they're also going to walk into rooms and be the pretty blonde who walks in and friends, like I'm not like discriminating hair color. Nikki is literally this beautiful bottom shell of a blonde and like, she's a powerhouse, but like being the pretty blonde that walks into the room with, you know, the good old boys club looking at her men who have been in the industry forever. Yes. And women that fall into that and in, who are in other generations, but like, you know, b- the business world has been a primarily male occupied place until recently. So why, why does that girl need to hear these messages because you and I've both been in situations like that and it can be really, really, really uncomfortable. And you have to have that, that assuredness within yourself of your truth. So there's the question.
1: (laughs) Well, and it's a good one. Um, I've had a few people as I've started this journey, been, uh, concerned that I'm going to play the sexual harassment piece in this yes. and I'm going to play it up too much because it is a hot topic right now. That's yes. just a reality. And for better or worse, whether it's, you know, too publicized at the moment or not, mm-hmm. it's a reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've, we've talked about situations that we've both been in yeah. and you know, what we would have done differently if we could go back or, or what have you. Um, and that's, that's the, the route that I want to take. I, as a part of this, I'm I'm taking experiences from other women, um, you know, who are 10 years into their career, 20, 30, 40, whatever it is, and and asking them those questions to say, if you could go back and you could change a situation, or or maybe you handled it great, how did you handle it in order to teach young women how to deal with it? And I think um, I'll go back to the confidence thing. I think that's where it stems from. Yeah, because. Unfortunately, from what I've seen is, and this is my a personal opinion about this topic, is that women allow the line that they draw in the sand to blur,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and certain comments are okay, and certain behavior is okay, and then it just snows ball snowballs into something far worse, mm-hmm. and so. Again, in my opinion, and I'm very clear about that, everybody has their opinion Mm -hmm. about everything, but my opinion is you draw your line in the sand when it comes to sexual harassment behavior in the workplace, you draw your line and it does not move Mm -hmm. for anyone, Mm -hmm. for any reason, at any time. And that's just, that's what I've done and it's worked for me, and so that's why I'm sharing that lesson. Um, because what I see is the, the line is there during the day, but perhaps at a networking event at night when the drinks are flowing, because that does happen in many workplaces, that line starts to blur. Um, and it shouldn't. And as far as I'm concerned. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And thank you for being brave enough to say it. Thank you for being brave enough to do it because ultimately, um, people are really going to be helped by that. And they're really going to stand, be, they're going to feel able to better stand within their own conviction. Yes, they know their own integrity, but when they hear it from somebody else, like with the, oh, right, I have the choice there. And there is, there is no wiggle room to this the standard that I have set it almost, it, it almost takes the free, it almost takes the questioning out and gives you more freedom. It's like we talk about, and I've said this on my podcast before, be a hundred percent committed. Cause if you're a hundred percent committed, To your own personal line in the sand, then there's no wiggle room. It just is or it isn't. And if if it's not in alignment with that, then you don't you don't partake. You don't you don't say okay to this situation. Whereas if you're 99% committed to that line in the sand, then that wiggle room can go too far. It that dance can be taken way too dangerously in some cases. And it's just it's just refreshing to hear somebody say don't do that to yourself.
1: Yeah. Draw the damn line. It's never, it's never going to be worth it. Yeah. And especially hearing for me, even hearing that reiterated through, uh, the, the survey results that I've seen with, with these women that I've, I've interviewed or or surveyed saying, you know, I, I wish I hadn't blurred that line so much. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's never going to be worth it. to to blur it because you're going to regret it later in life, whether it's now or today, there's never going to be a job or a promotion or anything that is ever going to be worth sacrificing your own personal energetic alignment and who you are as a person. There's never going to be anything that's worth sacrificing that.
0: And that, my friends, is one hell of a quote that you should probably write down and tag on all social media platforms at Nikki Ong because and it's your your Instagram is Nikki.ong, right? Nikki.ong, yeah. Okay. I couldn't
1: snag it because it's too late in the social media game. I know, I know.
0: I hear ya. Um so but that's a that's a darn good quote right there. Thank you for that. Um what's one like can you let's cause so that got deep, that got that got heavy and it should, it needs to, because people don't want to talk about the uncomfortable stuff, Um, but that's the stuff that needs to be talked about because that's the stuff that saves and changes lives, but let's, let's bring a little, like, fun and flavor into this. What is something that you're, (laughs) that, like, just makes you go, like, please don't do this, or, like, just please do this, like, right, like, going back to the handshake thing, like, what's just something light and funner that you're, like, okay, like, ladies, let me just bring this right home for you right now? (laughs) I would say
1: punctuation mm. holy moly <laughs> if i get another email or text message without any punctuation in it i'm going to lose my mind i cannot read it i that the copy editor in me just goes <laughs> berserk. i just i i i can't function like i i literally have to edit if it's an email i'll 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 start a reply back and edit it so that I can read it because it's so bad. So the biggest thing I could say is if you're texting or emailing any sort of written communication, just write it how the English language is supposed to be written. (laughs) I know you know how to do it and you're too darn lazy to do it. Oh my gosh.
0: Copywriters everywhere are rejoicing right now. Champagne bottles are being popped like I
1: can't, I can't do it. I I cannot handle it. And I know I'm a, I'm very strict about that compared to other people, but oh my, my gosh. If you're emailing a potential employer or a boss like that, Good luck, my friend.
0: Yeah. No, I will say and I'm you know why I'm laughing so hard too is because like there is not a post that I put on social media that doesn't have some sort of typo in it. A typo, is, the typo but, is human. No, but you're but like to that point you know, like, so do you remember, um, so Nikki was one of my first subscribers to my email list when I was really launching, like my more professional side. And I wrote this beautiful email and it was just so cute. Like, I just love that version of myself so much. I was at my family's campground. I had a glass of Chardonnay, like I could picture everything and I wrote it and, um, and I, I mean, this is literally like back in the day when I was just learning email systems and I could not figure some things out. And so I did, I edited the whole thing, but I, I, I took it and I edited it in docs, uh, uh, Microsoft like document. And <laughs> the wrong email got sent friends, like let's just call it what it is. And there was so many typos and there was so much like just grammatical crap in there. And I literally, I was like, Nikki's going to, kill me. Like, like this has nothing to do with her. But I was like, she's literally going to think I'm out of my mind. So I texted you. I was like, oh my God, that moment when you send your first email to your list and you send the wrong unedited version, like but like you laughed with me and you just held such sweet and tender space. And, but then I get to use it as a teachable moment. And I, I, my second email was a darn good one because I get to teach a lot of people through that. But, but I will say this, yes, my posts have typos. I'm not a perfectionist. Like when it's, when it's coming through hot and I'm channeling it, it's there. And and you know, autocorrect is great and it's awful all in one, but like, here's, but here's the truth though. Like if I'm sending an email, out to uh, like a to somebody that is going to like make or break like a job or something like that like you better believe I'm reading that thing with a fine tooth comb like so yes
1: (laughs) all of the yeses I yeah it's it's more just the the typo is human it happens to all of us not a big deal but when you know or you're using I don't I don't even know because I have never done it like the U, letter U instead of Y O U stuff like that oh, it's just being unprofessional and and yeah. you know it yeah. I mean you you younger ladies you know this you yes. feel that
0: come on you know that Oh my gosh, I love it. Well, and here's the cool part is like, we get to be the big sister in this right now. And I think that's a really cool place to be because don't forget, friends, like, Nikki and I are where we are because we've had the experiences that we've had. And it's funny, like, and we've talked about this before, like, it's interesting traveling down your professional path and then looking back and being like, oh, oh, I'm here now. Like, I'm at this place that I've been working to for so long. Like, Oh, now what do I do? And so I think for us, like, it's just been very evident that it's like, oh, now we get to coach deeply on this. Like, there's no more faking it till we make it. Um, And when Nikki says that, she's not talking about being a fake person. She's talking about, like, put the confidence hat on and learn that skill by doing it. Like, you know, trial by fire. Like, just get out there, like, friend, and do it. But now it's cool because we're like, ooh, well, like we are doing it now. And that feels really awesome. Also really weird. So there's new stuff that you get to work through at every stage, my friends, but now we get to teach and we get to help. And this, this, these concepts are, I mean, it's already helping people, right? You're on the podcast and you're teaching a lot. And thank you for being so open with your teaching. Um, but this book is going to be bomb.
1: I'm very excited. I don't have a date for it just yet. Cause I don't want to Yeah. Be strict with that, but I will definitely be talking about it more as as the next few months progress and hopefully have a a more specific timeline. I'm shooting for the summer
0: ish, so be on the lookout. The current title you have for it right now is there's a long long subtitle, I know, but. I'm going to pull it up so (laughs) that we get it exact because
1: I will just be so sad if I say the wrong thing.
0: Well, right. And I'm going to actually say this with just tenderness and grace and use this as a teachable moment. So, um, you know, I've self-published a journal and friends, like I thought the title of that journal was going to be way different than True You, right? So that's the name of my journal and um, True You and it's a self-discovery journal for the curious heart. That subtitle didn't exist. So, you know, if you are in the, in the realm of wanting to write a book or create something, give yourself grace and don't be so strict with yourself. Have the idea, um, but also know that the title may present itself during the writing process. So that's kind of, that's a cool little just teaching, teachable moment. So, but do you yeah, have definitely,
1: your... Definitely a working subtitle, I would say. I've tweaked it a couple of times, but it, it's pretty, pretty definite. Um, so it's going to be called The Making of, of a Millennial Marvel. An Honest and Practical Guide for Empowered Young Women to Learn, Grow, and Thrive in the Workplace.
0: How cool of a book does that sound like ladies like oh my gosh this is going to be the type of book that like you're also going to want to get for yourself but get for your sisters and your you know the girls and whatever team you're teaching and especially network marketing ladies like hi perfect gift for teammates or people who are just crushing it in your challenges or whatever you've got going on so i just this is just going to be such a ripple effect book
1: well, thank you. I, I certainly hope so. And to answer, I don't, I don't know if I ever talked about earlier, why just women, of course I'm a woman. So it's,
2: okay.
1: you know, I, I know that experience. Um, and not to say this book isn't for men, because I still do think that there'll be uh, opportunities for them as well. Uh, but I think just, you know, having the female experience, I know how to speak to that. I know the specific opportunities, struggles, issues that you'll come across specifically as a woman. Um, but I've gotten a lot of great feedback and a lot of great stories
0: from men as well. So there will certainly be some, some male um, influences there in there as well. That's so cool. I'm so excited. So as we wrap up here, sister, first of all, thank you for your time because this has been amazing. It's just so fun talking life and business with you and because it's all the same, it's all the same. Like it's, and when you know your truth, when you stand in that truth, you're able to present it as such. And it's just fun. Um, but let's see, let's ask you a couple quick fun questions. What is your favorite beverage of choice? Red wine. Got a girl. <laughs> um, what are you currently reading right now for your own personal development? I am reading
1: the um, empath book that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna pull up the title because I don't wanna. I want to give her props. So she's a psychotherapist who is also an empath, and she is fantastic. Uh, I just started it a couple of days ago, so I'm only a little bit in but, uh, she gives very practical advice and tools and tips. If you are an empath and I'm learning there's lots of different types. So maybe you don't even know if you are, uh, but it's called the Empaths survival guide life strategies for sensitive people by Judith Orloff. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Um, what is your favorite non-work related activity to do? Because when you are an entrepreneur, especially with the number of projects and things that you love to do, it's easy to work all the time. So what do you do when you are in like shutdown mode?
1: Oh, so many things. Um, what we were just talking about, I love baths. Mm-hmm. I love like a good bubble bath and a book and a glass of wine. That's one of my favorite things to do. Um, also working out or just hanging with my hubby and the pups.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, now this is a Nikki specific question. What What is your favorite cruise? Because Nikki is like the cruise, like aficionado, like girlfriend has, she knows her cruises. <laughs> <laughs> I do.
1: Um, we're such big cruisers. We love them. Um, it helps living in Florida too. Mm-hmm. Hop right on a boat. Um, we just got back from our honeymoon cruise and that one was pretty phenomenal.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, So we went on the Royal Caribbean Oasis of the Seas, which is their biggest boat, maybe? It's the biggest class of boats. So it's a giant ship. There's tons of things to do. Um, And yeah, it was incredible.
0: So fun. I recommend it. Um, What what do you think for... In terms of being in the mastermind, like what, what sort of advice would you give people who are thinking about joining our mastermind? Cause literally people can join. I mean, the doors to my mastermind are open at all times and you get access to people like Nikki and our other amazing soul sisters, like all the time in that group. So if somebody is thinking about it, what, what's your bit of advice for them?
1: I mean, I would say go for it because yeah. it's incredible. And I, like i said multiple times today i have seen the power of it in so many different facets of my life um but whether it's i I would say and you would agree probably if you're not energetically aligned with this one per se that i would say just find the one that's right for you find the the people that you align with i mean i think this group is phenomenal and certainly the best one i've been a part of um but I, the people make it. So I, I think in speaking to you, I would say get on the phone with Jillian. As long as you align with her, you're golden. And I would say most people do because Jillian's a rock star. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love you so much. And actually, thank you for that because to that point, like that's how – Um, I get to determine because people will come to me and they'll say, well, where do I fall? Do I, should I join your academy? Should I join the mastermind and the academy? Because I get the academy when I join the mastermind. Do I work with you one-to-one? And uh, the only way that I know the truth is to get on the phone with people. And I have a free conversation with people about that. And I literally will not offer to them what I don't think they're ready for yet. Um, But I am going to offer yeah, you are ready for the mastermind. It is time to up level. It is time to step up if I think you're there. And at this point in my professional career, I I I know for certain that I am a really good judge of that. So thank you. Um because I don't know if people know they can hop on the phone with me for free. So, um, last question, sister, because you know how I like to roll with this podcast. Um, we're all about gratitude and we're all about holding the space for that. So Nikki Ong, what are you grateful for?
1: Ah, so many things. Um, Whenever you ask this question um, just in life or on your podcast, I always have like my running list, right? Of like my husband, my family, my dogs, my friend. Like I'm always like, I kind of run through that because I'm grateful for that that every day. Um, But today I always so many things. I'm grateful for a Saturday to, I'm going to write a lot today. So yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for having the space and the time and the heart openness to do that today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a great one Um, because we have to answer those calls when they're, when they're calling at us. So that's wonderful. Thank you, Nikki, for being here. I just love you so much. Oh my oh, gosh. Thank
1: you for having me, Jillian. I love you too. This thank is amazing. You.
0: Friends, make sure that you follow Nikki. Um, We have dropped her information throughout and go follow the Millennial Marvel as well. Um, And I will make sure to put all the links to that in the show notes so that people have that easily accessible. Um, And I just wish you all a very good morning. Thank you so much, my amazing friends, for tuning into this episode of Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. and I have a question for you. I know that the content in these episodes is hugely helpful for you, and it's hugely moving for you, but it kind of brings up the, but now what, question, the how can I take this to the next level scenario in your mind? And I know that to be certain because ultimately, it was listening to podcasts like this that really lit my fire and helped me to think bigger picture, truer picture that led me down the road of launching this business, living my life in congruence with my soul's purpose. And I want to offer the same to you. I know that Through the number of services that I offer, one of them is exactly what you need right now to move that needle on your life, on your business, on your relationships, on your worthiness forward. And it is really important to me to be able to offer you all of the different options so that you know what is available to you. And the best way that we can do that, friends, is by hopping on the phone for a free consultation, a free one-to-one girlfriend soul chat about what life and business looks for you and which tools that I have within my world that I've created for you are going to best help you to amplify that, best help you to take it to the next level. I have a beautiful academy for those who are just starting off, just ready to launch their business. I've got a mastermind for those that are at the next level or are ready to up-level in a big way and be surrounded by a tribe of women who are doing that self-discovery work. And I work one-to-one with clients who really need a little bit more and yearn for a little bit more of that direct soul-to-soul contact, but also want the beautiful, crazy, amazing relationships that come from being a part of tribes like the Mastermind and the Academy. So if you're interested in talking about which of these services is the best option for where you are currently and where you're ready to go, let's hop on the phone please head to www.jillianbolands.com forward slash contact. We will be in touch immediately upon receiving the request for that consultation. And we're going to set up a 30-minute time frame to chat and get to know each other so that I can begin coaching you for free and then guide you to the opportunity that's going to allow for you to energetically invest in yourself in the way that will best suit your needs and allow for you to step into the empowered version of yourself that is going to show up in this life in a huge and massive way. I'm so excited to connect with you. Again, Bolands.com forward slash contact. I can't wait to chat. Good morning.